0: Hi there definitely, they don't want you to hear what I've been doing. I've been um, sending a contentious messages to Joe Biden and I'm going to give it to myself. Um, anyway. So, here's here's what it says. I posted this on Joe Biden's Twitter. You probably haven't noticed, but the White House comment line 202-456-1111 is only available part-time because seniors volunteer to do it. How expensive is a fucking voicemail system, Joe Biden? You see, that is emblematic, exactly why we need another candidate, a better candidate than Joe Biden for the Democrats in 2024. In the spirit of competition, which is supposed to be, make America great, primary... Uh, primaries in this country are open primaries. In other words, may the best man or woman win the Democratic nomination. I'm calling out the Democrats on two points. First, they rigged 2016 and 2020 elections. I know it sucks, but Trump was right about that. In the New Yorker magazine, it was reported at the time that corporate Democrats controlling the party would rather burn the country down than allow us to have our first choice as presidential candidate, Mr. Bernhard Sanders. The other point is they're weak. Nobody stood up to the Republicans trying to overthrow the fucking government. We need term limits, and we need them now. We need to abolish the Electoral College before it steals another election from us, the people. The Electoral College gave us Trump over Hillary. I didn't vote for Hillary either because she's fucking corrupt. But yeah, I guess she should have been our first woman president, but I'm glad she wasn't because now I can be. And the Democrats rigged the primaries, robbing us of our choice. I call for the suspension of both parties since the founding fathers warned us against factions or as we call them today political parties they both cheat in elections so suspend both parties it's only fair and so it's what we must demand or else we'll get stuck with these motherfucking traitors and terrorists forever terrorizing us and never being held fucking accountable have people run on have people run on their name and platform only and overturn Citizens United. Abolish money and camp- political campaigns altogether. Get rid of six Supreme Court justices who lied under oath that Roe v. Wade was settled law. Okay. Uh... There's the... Uh... Bring to justice all these fucking Republican traitors from the January 6th insurrection.
1: Justice is a woman. These fucking Republican traitors from January 6th insurrection now. Remove
0: them at once from office and disqualify them from future public office under the 14th amendment. Y'all really need to read the fucking Constitution. Speaking of which, let's update the Constitution. Let's put in half women immediately in our Congress. And let's put in like the Iroquois Confederation has. a Council of Women who make all the final decisions about going to war and removing other male leaders. Benjamin Franklin, when he was helping draft the Constitution, based it on the Iroquois Confederation. But he left out the Council of Women let's put it back in and then we shall have the best constitution in the world most inclusive the most forward-thinking progressive-minded egalitarian and just by the way i support reparations for all which would entail immediate medicare for all an amnesty for all medical debt and refunds since medical access should be free i'm covering gaia shows on my po- oh, and then, uh, it goes. I'm covering Garish shows on my podcast. We'll post a podcast about reptilians, cat people, cat-headed gods like Bastet in Egypt. I will post that this afternoon if I see a spike on those. But, P.S. Uh. Maybe I should just get rid of this. Okay, my, uh, by the way, my podcast crashed, crashed. by the way, podcast crashed. for the past week. Huh. I'll just have to dance like nobody's watching, as always, and keep on keeping on just like I do, and nobody's gonna stop me because I'm a fucking unstoppable media blitz, motherfuckers. And here's a reminder, dhs.gov and Pima Sheriffs stop fucking geofencing me. This is a cease and desist public complaint. I'm filing right now with the U.S. government. You'll be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, namely Brad, Kevin, and the literal dicks at DHS. Shame on you for surveilling me without a fucking warrant. Me, a person with the squeaky cleanest record in America. GFY, go fuck yourself, Brandon. POTUS, Joe Biden, I told you I asked you nicely on my birthday this year to get your DHS employees off my ass. They're probably still there because Trump hired them to harass me because I am Diaper Don's number one gadfly for many years. Trump had a police officer rough me up. Then in their only then in their own internal investigation of investigation of course covered it up, said he had done no wrong. Wrongdoing or abuse. He fucking beat me up in my own driveway. That is my own police brutality story. His name is Knerr. K-N-E-R-R. When I'm president, he's going to be fucking fired. Without any severance pay. We'll hire a woman social worker to replace Knerr. I am only one in America, I believe, calling for capital punishment as commensurate pun- punishment for Mr. Trader Trump's crimes. Voice of justice, bitches. Justice is a woman. Brandon, I demand you tell them to stop now. I'm going to call the White House comment line, and if your part-time operators are picking up, it's a miracle. You're almost as bad as Trump. Crappy communications with the public. He shut down the White House comment line. You just make it almost impossible to leave a message. How much is a fucking voicemail machine, Joe? Joe Biden? Hey, old man Brandon, do you know what a voicemail is? When I'm present, I will answer my own phone for at least one hour a week, maybe one hour a day. Anyone can call and talk to me for that one little space of time. You obviously don't want to hear from us, old fucking old man. I didn't vote for you, Brandon. You're just a stopgap to, terror, uh, to fascism, Joe Biden. Damn you for the Willow Project approval, allowing them to pollute our air even more. Gee, go fuck yourself, Brandon. You and your corporate Democrat colleagues stole the primary from us, the people of America. Christopher Press, thanks in advance for your vote. Okay, so uh, I'm basically sending this to myself. My. Good. That's it. Okay, yeah, it's really long. Probably several thousand words. Y'all still there? Hello, darlings. Um, what do you think? Let's hear some. Uh, let's see what's up with Midas Touch, man. Subscriptions. I babysit Midas Touch 24 7 and post and indictment uh, watch. 24-7 indictment watch. Caught on the trail of Trump, Yvonne Schittler going to jail. Ivanka Trump rejects her own father in New Post. Uh-huh.
2: Michael Popak, Legal AF. Ivanka Trump, who lives in Miami, now goes by the name of Kushner, has uh, um, uh, been missing uh, from social media, ghosting the public, not making any comments at all, even yeah. as her father got indicted for the second time.
0: Away, quite the heist they got away with.
2: Billions of dollars uh, in two months. I mean, when your dad's arrested twice in two months on a total number of counts approaching uh, seventy-one total counts against him in federal and state court, yet think that uh, the daughter would maybe want to come out and give him a public um, hug? But that hasn't uh-huh. happened because Ivanka has her own problems, and that's why even today, when she resurfaced. It came up for air, and we thought, oh, here she goes. She's going to say something about, you know, supporting her dad, loving her dad, <laughs> believing in her dad. No. A swing and a miss. The only thing that she commented on was a tweet about how wonderful her husband is. Her husband, Jared Kushner, who has his own problems, having taken over $2 billion in a deal with the Saudi Arabian government soon after leaving office, claiming that yeah, uh, the Mr. two Sider? things weren't related.
3: Seven, seven Good luck with that. I'm sure the York. Department of
2: Justice has a few questions for you, um, and a man named Mr. Mr. Smith would House. be at your front door any day now, trying to avoid all of that and keep their head from being heads from being cut off in a. Buzzsaw. Uh, Ivanka has um, retreated to her home in Miami and in, uh, Indian Creek, where she's living in one house and building another, and uh, she hasn't been heard from. Now, look, she's got her own tremendous legal problems. She is a named defendant in every civil case as of right now um, that that's pending out there. She is a named defendant in the uh, thirty uh, in the uh, sorry the Letitia James's New York Attorney General a suit for disgorgement seeking over 250 million dollars against Donald Trump Don Junior Eric Ivanka Alan Weisselberg and others along with the Trump Organization that is at present going to trial in October although even the, the New York Attorney General thinks that the recent indictment by Jack Smith will throw over that game board and make that get rescheduled for another time but She's not out of the crosshairs. That what Ivanka Trump, and we've reported this on the Midas Touch Network in the past, she has in the last 60 days or so, 90 days or so tried ever so slightly to get a little bit of daylight between her and her father and separate herself, at least in the eyes of the New York Attorney General and the judge, Judge Engoron. She's gotten rid of the lawyer that she shared with her brothers. She's retained her own lawyers. She was able to convince Letitia James, the NYAG, to not put her under a financial monitor and just have that apply to her brothers and her father and the company while they await trial on fraud, which is what that is. She's got another fraud case that's also going to to trial relatively soon, sometime in February, also in in New York, in the Southern District of New York, which is the federal court for Manhattan, in a class-action suit that's been brought against her her brothers and her father for fraud related to a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme scam that she and her brothers and fathers lined their pockets with the money from as average people were fleeced. Average people you know, paid hundreds and thousands of dollars to get these BS uh, program materials, attend programs that Donald Trump himself got on the stage for, and some of them made like $38 in total. And so that's a fraud if it's made out at least a civil one, and she's a defendant, Ivanka Trump, in that. And that's going to trial. The only thing she's been able to avoid so far, frankly, is any of the criminal so far, any of the criminal prosecutions. She's not part of the Mar-a-Lago, because she wasn't at Mar-a-Lago. She's not part of the 34-count criminal indictment in New York for the hush money cover-up affair of Stormy Daniels, because she didn't have a role in, I guess, in covering up those business records and those payments to Michael Cohen. So you have that. is she part of the investigation by Jack Smith? Probably um, inv- involving Jan Sixth she was an advisor to the President. she was there uh, in the entire administration through November in the election. She did leave at a certain point, and apparently like um, Jared Kushner conveniently on January sixth was in Saudi Arabia cutting his deal and didn't want to be anywhere around and they quickly moved out but She testified before the Gen 6 committee about her conversations with her father and things that she heard from Bill Barr and others, and so at at the very least, she's a witness. There's no daddy-daughter privilege, so she could certainly be a witness against her father um, in a prosecution by Jack Smith. So, I guess it's not that surprising, although she's really taking this, I want to put distance between me and Donald Trump thing seriously. I mean, she's Tweeting again, but not blowing kisses towards her dad. And so we'll have to keep an eye on where in the universe Ivanka Trump is in terms of all of these prosecutions and civil cases as we go forward. I mean, we have a checkerboard of trials coming up for Donald Trump over the next six months. I mean, there could be as many as four, with the caveat that Jack Smith and his indictment will likely set back the civil cases at least maybe six months to a year. And, um, you know, so, you know, and then so what? So they'll be tried when he's a loser for uh, president for a second time. The guy's already, you know, twice indicted, but only once elected. So we shouldn't worry about that. And there's not going to just manage expectations. Maybe one or two of these cases go to trial prior to um, he gets uh, the nomination and runs for office for president but we can't expect all of these cases and right now there's four soon to be upwards of seven or eight between Fonny Willis and Jack Smith continued and more from Alvin Bragg in New York we can't expect them all to be tried in in this short amount of time but uh, we'll just continue to keep an eye on it justice the wheels of justice continue to run and roll uh, we'll watch it on the Midas Touch Network um, I'll continue to do these hot takes at the intersection of law and politics about every day Go watch me on Legal AF Also on the Midas Touch Network, you can get it on wherever your podcast platforms, whatever you like to use, we're on all of them. And you can follow me, Michael Popak, on all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Hey Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.
4: We have the congressman from New York's 10th congressional district, Daniel Goldman. Thanks so much for coming back on.
5: Thanks for having me, Brian.
4: So, I want to start talking about uh, Trump's recent indictment in the federal case. Do you have any concerns about the fact that Judge Aileen Cannon, as of now, is the judge who's presiding over Trump's trial in Florida, given the fact that she was already accused of interfering in that case on Trump's behalf?
5: Yes, I do. And that's the reason why. I want to be very clear. This is not because. This is a Trump-appointed judge, although I understand sometimes you know, that, that could be concerning. It's also the first situation, the first opportunity that that's ever happened, um, because this is the first former president to ever be charged. The real concern here is that her opinions in uh, the litigation over the search warrant were so far outside of the law and such an abuse of discretion. And you don't have to take my word for it. That's what the Court of Appeals that reversed her and rebuked her said.
4: A conservative court, by the way.
5: Exactly. This is not a bunch of, uh, you know, far left liberals. And that the concern here is that she went so far out of her way to favor Donald Trump that she will do that again. And because of that, there is unquestionably an appearance, at a minimum, an appearance of bias or a conflict of interest here that uh, really warrants a close examination of whether or not it is appropriate for her to handle this case going forward.
4: Obviously, all of this is unprecedented, but in your opinion, given your experience in the courtroom, do you imagine that uh, the DOJ would be able to have her removed and replaced if she doesn't opt to recuse herself
5: well look it's it's a it's a very high bar and it's a very difficult situation because if she does not voluntarily recuse, then the Department of Justice would have to ask her to recuse, which is a tricky situation because they would effectively be alleging to her, who she makes the decision, that she is biased or has an appearance of a conflict of interest, which is always a tricky dynamic because she could easily reject it and then you have to deal with her for the rest of the case.
4: Moving over to a little bit of a different topic, you know, I I know that Trump in this trial more broadly will obviously have a defense, but do you think, you know, in your opinion that he'll have a viable defense in light of the evidence that's been laid out in the indictment?
5: Well, what's interesting about uh, the aftermath of this indictment is the shifting uh, theories of the defense that we're starting to hear. It If he does try to settle on the defense, which he has been advocating as well as his accomplices in the House of Representatives, that he was the president and has uh, total control and ability to declassify documents, and therefore he's in a very different situation than anyone else, that theory will fall on its face because of the recording that uh, he made in private, where he made it very clear that he did not declassify the documents that were in his possession and that he had no longer had that authority. So that completely neutralizes and eliminates a viable defense along those lines. Um, So, you know, I'm sure they will have uh, some sort of a a legal defense. uh, But right now, what we're mostly hearing is a political defense uh, for the court of public opinion uh, that will not be allowed in the court of law, and will not be permitted by any reasonable, rational judge, uh, because it is outside of the rules of evidence.
4: You know, how high is the DOJ's conviction rate uh, in general? If if you're able to to point that out, and if it weren't Trump, I guess more broadly, what would the likely punishment be for someone uh, convicted of of basically analogous crimes?
5: Look, uh, traditionally. Uh, the Department of Justice has a very, very high conviction rate. And I think uh, what's interesting about this indictment in particular is how much detail it goes into about the evidence, which is not necessary, but clearly done purposefully uh, by the special counsel to demonstrate the strength of the case. And the case appears from the indictment to be very, very strong. Um, And especially because... It really does neutralize uh, almost all of the different defenses. It also demonstrates some really, really egregious and dangerous conduct both to the national United States, but also to the individuals who are part of the intelligence community who collect that information, um, who are put in danger because they could be outed uh, if perhaps this information were shown by Donald Trump to other people or... Were ju- was just reviewed by those who are, were at Mar-a-Lago where it was completely unsafe and unsecured. The, uh, the, the potential sentencing and potential punishment is significant. Uh, it is not the hundred years or whatever the statutory maximum is. Um, but my understanding of the sentencing guidelines is that we're looking, you know, in the five-year range uh, for the guidelines. A judge has discretion to go below the guidelines. But this is not a case uh, where, you know, there's a uh, would ordinarily put it this way, would ordinarily be a viable chance of no jail time. If he's convicted on everything, he put it this way. If any other defendant were convicted on these charges, they would almost certainly go to jail.
4: Well, having said that, how do you imagine that would differ for someone like Trump? And again, I know this is all unprecedented, so we're, we're kind of just predicting here, but what, what would you think in that case?
5: Well, I don't think it should have an impact uh, on someone like Trump. I mean, the whole premise of the rule of law that we base our society, our values, our government on, is that the law is applied equally to everyone and no one is above the law. Um, That should apply to Donald Trump, and he should not get any exceptions. He should not get any special treatment because he was a former president of the United States. There are obviously serious security concerns um, for a former president uh, regarding our our jail situation and uh, going to prison. So that would have to be worked out, but he should get no special treatment.
4: Just out of curiosity, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's fine if you don't know the answer, but just to traffic in some uh, dystopian hypothetical here, if, if by chance the DOJ's trial begins at the end of the year and Trump is convicted of prison time, for example, before the election, and then he did win the election, how would that impact his ability to serve as president?
5: Well, the interesting thing about it is that there's no bar to someone who is a convicted felon from running for president. So in theory, Donald Trump could run for president while he is in prison. Um, he could become president uh, while he is in prison. Obviously, he would be incapable of doing the job while he is in prison. So it would be a, a, almost, a for, it would have to be a foregone conclusion that the 25th Amendment would apply, and he would have to step aside and allow the vice president to become acting president for the duration of the time that he's in prison.
4: And then hope that that person would then just pardon him and then he, yeah.
5: I mean, look, there's no question that if if Donald Trump were elected president, he would undoubtedly immediately try to pardon himself. Uh, which would be litigated and certainly uh, there's a very good argument based on the basic the concept that no person is above the law and you can't be a judge and jury in your own case that Donald Trump should not be able to pardon himself. But this is, of course, unprecedented, so it's never been addressed.
4: Now, Republicans have tried to draw a false equivalency between Trump's indictment and Joe Biden, claiming that they have some smoking gun evidence that directly implicates Joe and Hunter Biden in some multinational influence peddling scheme. Is there any evidence of that?
5: No, there is no evidence whatsoever that uh, Vice President Joe Biden uh, has ever... Uh, done anything wrong uh, as it relates to the execution of his official duties either as vice president president or senate before that what the republicans are using are uh, spurious and debunked allegations in that they don't have any actual evidence to support but have uh, identified a an fbi document that i believe is not credible and the Clearly, the Trump DOJ believed was not credible because they had that information and declined to pursue an investigation. And we know how the Trump DOJ was weaponized by Donald Trump and Bill Barr to go after Donald Trump's enemies and there's no end to save his own close associates. So there's no doubt in anyone's mind that if there were any evidence to pursue an investigation, Bill Barr and the Trump DOJ would have done that. And they did not. No matter what Bill Barr says, they did not because and we know they did not because he did not appoint a special counsel, which he would have had to do in order to investigate the candidate for uh, president, Joe Biden, at the time, three months before the election, when the evaluation and assessment of the Giuliani bogus allegations Completed by the Bill Barr handpicked U.S. Attorney in Pittsburgh. Um, look what Merrick Garland did. As soon as Donald Trump announced his candidacy for the president, he appointed a special counsel. Look what Bill Barr did. Uh, he appointed John Durham, and I think he abused the special counsel regulations to appoint John Durham uh, because Durham was simply investigating the origination of a of the Russia investigation. Um, which had nothing to do with the president or didn't need to have an independent uh, special prosecutor under the, the regulations. But he just wanted to make it impossible for the Biden DOJ to end that investigation. But we know that he's very capable of using the special counsel uh especially if it would have allowed the investigation to become public in advance of the election which was always donald trump's hope so we know that these allegations are bogus giuliani uh was getting them from corrupt ukrainian officials the prosecutor general who was fired and had an axe to grind and it was completely disproven by the first impeachment and all of the expert witnesses in our state department and intelligence community all of whom said there was absolutely no truth to these
4: allegations. You know, but what they, they've run these investigations the entire time that they've been in Congress in search of some proof that Joe Biden has sold his influence as president to help his family. Uh, have they found, just not even just in that uh, specific uh, uh, claim that we were just speaking about, but they, have they found anything at all to prove any of these claims? That there was no, any influence connect- peddling whatsoever?
5: They, and they have not, no, and they have not connected... Uh, any of the um, international financial dealings that the Biden family may have been engaged in. They haven't connected that to Joe Biden. And let's be very clear, uh, there are international investments uh, by many, many, many people, including Donald Trump, including Ivanka Trump, who benefited dramatically. Her business benefited while she was an official in the White House. She got trademarks from China while she was uh, an official in the White House. So the concept that there's something nefarious about the Biden family making investments that paid off is completely ridiculous. And the insinuation that there's something wrong with it is ridiculous. But even if you look at those, they don't connect to President Biden and they haven't demonstrated any evidence to that effect. So they have no evidence right now. None. Yet they are out there making really bold and aggressive allegations uh, that that Joe Biden committed crimes. It is absurd and it is contrary to everything that this country is founded on to make these allegations without any factual support.
4: And again, the whole point there is to draw some false equivalency uh, between... Donald well, the
5: false, the false equivalency is, is even a little different because there is also this special counsel investigation into President Biden's handling of classified information. And what you hear from the Republicans is that President Trump did the exact same thing that Joe Biden did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And when you look at this indictment, you will see that the only documents that he is charged with are the ones that he concealed from the Department of Justice, in violation of a subpoena for those documents, which they only had to do because he refused to voluntarily turn them over for 14 months. When Joe Biden learned that he had classified information in his possession, he immediately notified the authorities voluntarily, they were not aware of it, he voluntarily notified them and turned turned those documents back to the government to whom they belonged that is apples and oranges in terms of the conduct and the conduct that Donald Trump was charged for is not found in any of the uh, is not equivalent to what Joe Biden did or what Mike Pence did uh, who was also found who also found classified information turned it right over to the department and was ultimately cleared of any criminal uh, charges by the department because he Voluntarily turned over the material just like Joe Biden.
4: Yeah, the DOJ has had a consistent standard that you will not be charged for documents that you return. So it's not the fact that they had mishandled classified documents, it's the fact that he unlawfully retained and obstructed justice and everything that he did after they requested those documents back and he defended and, them for their effort. And he showed it,
5: he showed these highly, highly classified and secret documents to people who did not have security clearance. The the indictment lists two examples where he showed highly sensitive and classified information that he acknowledged was classified to people who did not have security clearance. And from my experience in 10 years as a prosecutor, I know that the instances of things like that that you can prove through admissible evidence are not the entirety of the times that people do that. There is often conduct that you know happened, but you don't have admissible evidence, and so I I would bet a lot that Donald Trump those were not the only two times that he did that.
4: Now Republicans have come into office. Uh, this latest Congress uh, amid promises of curbing inflation, and they focused on uh, on, uh, on lowering high gas prices, have they done anything at all to make good on their promises or, or passed any legislation at all thus far that would focus on helping their constituents versus just lighting money on fire with investigations that go nowhere?
5: Well, they are clearly putting a lot of focus and a lot of taxpayer money into these investigations, which have not been at all turned up any evidence to support their allegations and they're doing the investigations in the exact inverse way that you would do any investigation which is they reach a conclusion and now they're trying to backfill evidence to support that conclusion Uh, that of course is totally backwards and is is not how an investigation is done so uh, on the investigative front uh, they're just wasting our time and our money on the legislative front, they're just engaged in culture wars and messaging bills to appease their radical extreme base. There is no meaningful legislation that has any chance of passing a Democratic Senate or being signed by a Democratic president that impacts and affects all of the problems that are facing Americans around the country, such as inflation, such as access to health care, such as uh, access to work development and job de- creation, they're not interested in actually helping people. They're just interested in making political statements through their legislation.
4: Well, I guess that would, uh, that would suggest that you don't think that protecting gas stoves is the, is the issue of our time.
5: I mean, it's amazing. If you want to protect something, let's protect children who are being killed by AR-15s around the country. Let's focus on them, not, you know, the ridiculous gas stoves, which they completely misconstrued. But anyway, it's it's such a minor issue. And yet they won't address the gun violence epidemic that we have in this country and that now the leading cause of death for children in our country is... Guns, guns, and yet we're talking about gas stoves
4: on that issue of you know focusing on more important issues that actually impact people you've been working to ensure that mifepristone which is the abortion pill is readily available in light of the dobbs decision and uh... and in light of republicans attacks on women's bodily autonomy five of the largest retail pharmacies in the u.s. that includes walmart costco safeway kroger and health mart they haven't yet become certified to dispense mifepristone can you give an update on their progress or their intention to be certified to to dispense this medication,
5: um, well, we—I I wrote a—I led a letter, uh, co-signed by uh, many of my colleagues, uh, this week to those five pharmacies, asking for answers as to why they have not begun the certification process to be able to distribute mifepristone, medication abortion that is safer than Tylenol. Um, it has, was approved over 20 years ago by the FDA, and the FDA recently in January allowed it to be prescribed and distributed by retail pharmacies, which had not previously uh, been been available. It requires these pharmacies, though, certified with the FDA in order to distribute them. And what these large five pharmacies now in the last uh, five months have not begun that process, and that is not acceptable. Uh, we cannot allow our corporations and big businesses to be impacted by extremist Republican views that are trying to take away our individual freedoms. They need to follow the law. They need to be providing safe, approved medication where applicable and where appropriate. And so we are asking for answers as to why they are not beginning that process of getting certified. Medication abortion, Mifepristone, is incredibly safe. It is used in more than 50% of abortions. And that's a woman's right to make that decision. And it has to be available to every woman.
4: If private companies like these pharmacies do ultimately refuse to get certified to offer this medication, is there a way for, for the federal government to dispense it? Like, I, I know that, for example, California is manufacturing its own insulin. Is there a way to federalize the dispensation of certain medications?
5: You know, it's something that we would look into. We will have to be careful um, about running afoul of the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits federal funds from being used for uh, abortion. And that's something that we in Congress want to, the Democrats at least, want to repeal. Uh, because it's outdated and, and overly restrictive to the rights of the government to provide proper services to promote individual freedom around our country. Um, the, the issue here is that um, private companies should not be politicized, and they should not be political vehicles of the extreme right, um, and they should not be worried about political backlash uh, by doing the right thing. And we need them to follow the law and uh, do what is right to, uh, f- under the law. Uh, and, there, and Mifepristone is, is legal. Um, it is perfectly legal and therefore it should not be treated differently from any other drug. And that's what we're encouraging these pharmacies to do.
4: We'll leave it there. Thank you for the work you're doing and for taking the time to speak with me today.
5: Thanks, Brian. Great to be with you again.
2: Michael Popak, Legal AF, it is time to connect the dots, explode, and then reassemble. Issues related to the PGA Tour, its unholy future alliance with the Saudi Arabian government, the Crown Prince, through his private investment fund, the PIF, the merger between the PGA Tour, Live Golf, wholly owned by the Crown Prince and his family through the PIF, Um, the takeover, if you will, by the Saudi government of an institution that that used to be beloved by the American people? What's the Senate doing about it? What's the Department of Justice doing about it, both from an antitrust and from a Jack Smith special counsel? What is Donald Trump's benefit in all of this? How is he being benefited? And how does that link back to all of the criminal investigations of Donald Trump? I'm going to do it here on this hot take. Here we go. Let's start with who's who, because it's a little bit confusing, even though you hear the names over and over again. When I say the PGA Tour, I'm not talking about the PGA Golf Championship or the Masters or the U.S. Open or the Open in, in Britain. I'm talking about a tour, actually over a dozen tours that's run by an entity called the PGA Tour that doesn't run the big four golf championships, including the one going on today. The U.S. Open, but runs every other golf tournament that you hear about around the world on a weekly basis, that PGA Tour. And they also run the Players' Championship, the FedEx Cup, the President's Cup, and again, more than 50 other tournaments around the country. Founded in 1916, a U.S. institution, they're about to get into an unholy alliance, creating a joint venture with um, the Saudi Arabian government's private investment fund, PIF. PIF, who's chaired by Yasser al ramayan You're going to hear a lot about Yasser al ramayan because he's going to be the chairman of the new combined joint venture between the U.S.'s PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabian government's PIF and their LIV, L-I-V, Renegade Breakaway Golf Tournament and golf tour that took with them 30 or 40 pro golfers by paying them hundreds of millions of dollars to leave the pga tour and go start a rival tour these players let's face it patsies money hungry hadn't made enough on the pga tour wanted to do 10 times or 100 times what they've made on the pga tour a perfect example of textbook sports washing by the Saudi government. What are they washing? They're washing their hands of the blood of having supported the 9-11 hijackers. That's already been established by various committees of the U.S. government. That's clear in everybody's mind, except for the former president, Donald Trump. We'll talk about that next, who because he's gonna line his pockets as a host of several of the future tournaments of the combined LIV and PGA Tour, let's say in 2024, at one of several of his golf courses, two of which are part of the criminal indictment and investigation by Jack Smith, Bedminster, right, and Doral in Miami, both of those, they're looking into that relationship. The the sports washing is that 9-11 hijackers were supported by the Saudi government to do their attacks on 9-11 on the Pentagon and at the World Trade Center which led to over 4,000 people, 4,000 mostly Americans, but not only Americans, dying on that day after Pearl Harbor, the most heinous attack in U.S. history. Saudi government backed it. Saudi government also has blood on their hands that they need to sports wash away by investing in uh, soccer uh, clubs and trying to get people like Messi and others to go play for them because they want people to forget That the crown prince gave the order to kill and dismember a U.S. citizen, Washington Post reporter, Jamal Khashoggi, just several years ago. CIA and other major intelligence community members for the United States and abroad have concluded that the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who also controls the private investment fund that's making the investment in the joint venture between the PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia, was responsible for that that is what sport, sports washing means. Donald Trump, when he was candidate Trump, made statements indicating that he knew that the Saudi government was behind the attacks on 9 eleven In fact, in a recent quote in a quote or not maybe not that not that recent, but in, in 2016, he is quoted when he was candidate Trump again as saying that everybody knows that the Saudi government was behind it. Let's look at those documents and those relationships. He was doing that to try to attack the Clintons and Hillary Clinton, but that was the statement he made. But then, just recently, after a number of his failing golf courses were propped up and money put in his pocket because they were selected to be part of the the uh, live golf tour by the Saudis after the PGA tour and all of the golf courses associated with it closed their doors to the Saudis, who stepped forward and said, I've got some empty, failing golf courses that could use a a glamorous tournament sponsored by the Saudi Arabians who attacked America. That was Donald Trump. And then he's quoted, and we'll run that video now, that clip, when he was interviewed recently, he said this. You're so closely associated with the city of New York. You, of all people, understand the passion surrounding 9-11. What do you say to those family members who protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately. They should have.
4: As to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. So nobody's really been there. But I can tell you that... uh, There are a lot of really great people that are out here today, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to celebrate, and money's going to charity, a lot of money's going to charity, and you have really the best players in the world, many of the best players in the world, and soon you'll probably have all of them.
2: Right. When there's money at stake that's going to lie in his pocket, he will sell out American values and patriotism and his role as a former president of the United States, because he wants to make money. You heard it. There's no other way to spin it. You got the quote from 2016 for Donald Trump, right? Where he said, let's get to the bottom of it. Everybody knows the Saudis did it. And then when they prop up his failing golf courses, the Saudis, then it's, they're our friends. I have a lot of friends that are Saudis. Saudis invest in a lot of American companies. We haven't really gotten to the bottom of who's responsible for 9-11. This man is an embarrassment should never get anywhere close to our national security and defense information and top secrets ever again, should never,
3: he should be completely
2: disqualified from ever serving as the leader of the free world, as the president of the United States, and it's statements just like that one that prove that he's unfit for office. Let's stop cutting down trees to make toilet paper. It's true, humans are cutting down tens of thousands every day just to supply the American need for toilet paper and the worst part is that we-
0: yeah there's uh, I'm glad he's covering this because uh, that always really bugged me and disturbed me and troubled me and, and uh, pissed me off and bummed me out but, uh you know not just the Saudis but uh, that Crown Prince <clears throat> ordering it. I mean, that's disgusting. Horrific. The horror. It's like the fucking heart of darkness. The horror. The horror. The horror. Of uh, ordering a Washington Post. Yeah, why hasn't the Washington Post been kind of silent about that? That'd be an interesting thing, you know, what, how did the Washington Post respond to Khashoggi, one of its, one of its writers being fucking dismembered in the Saudi consulate. So, um, yeah, a couple of little things. One, one thing I'm curious about is how is it that, how is it that You know, if it's such a, an American institution, how is it that fuckface Nazi Trump is able to sell it off? And isn't that so, you know, aren't there any filing details about that? Like, why don't we have any information about that?
1: I have always been extremely troubled. To this day, I wonder... And thank you for sold out American values, sold out America.
0: Saudi Saudi hijackers. Had nothing to do with nine one one. Yeah.
1: From that arrangement. How did he benefit from that arrangement? Isn't there any public record? Okay.
0: So I said, thank you for covering this, Lord Michael Khashoggi is, Khashoggi's dismemberment is extremely troubling to this day. I wonder how the Washington Post handled having one of their very own reporters dismembered inside the Saudi consulate, and thank you for illustrating perfectly Trader Trump sold out by changing their, the narrative to make it seem like the Saudi hijackers had nothing to do with 911. Isn't there any public record about how he benefited and also... Also, if P.G. is such an American institution, how is it he was able to sell it off? Keep up the great work, my friend. P.S. I'm writing a letter to all the judges in Trump's criminal cases asking them to disqualify him for public office based on 14th Amendment. Would you like to sign? I'm asking, um, I'm going to ask the entire MTN. making a few changes. I'm gonna tag Washington Post. Thank you for illustrating. Popoc message to Popoc. You saw my other message on Instagram. Oh shit, I forgot him. Shit, shit. Boycott everything, Trump. Select all, puppy, and discards. Okay, boycott everything Trump. So other people's comments. Think, uh, boycott a scary thought. Trump is more concerned about himself and money, not the safety of the American people. Why can't we all say Trump for all our stress he has caused us all, except his MAGA Republican supporters? Mexico had El Chapo. America has El Fato. Thank you Jack Smith for all your great work, true Americans are behind you, please lock Trump up. Boycott PGA and live golf. This move exemplifies the policies, philosophy, morals, and values of the modern Republican party. All hail the wise and loving leadership of the Republican dictators. Trump's never let a little national security risk stop him or Jared from grifting from the American people.
1: They got like uh well the White house um how about that Together they got Somehow.
0: I said, by the way, I wanted to mention why haven't you talked about the $690 million that Javanka got while working in the White House? MTN broke that story. Tell us more, please, about that. Not only did Jared get $2 billion from the Saudis, together they got another almost $1 billion dollars somehow. Look into it, please. like $647 million or something like that. Okay. So I'm going to tweet this to Michael Popok. Oh, I think it was on on, um, Twitter actually that he saw my tweet.
1: Popok Thank you for your service. Right.
2: We use trees for toilet paper. It's just one oh use. R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash legal AF or enter promo code legal AF to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. Let's make a sure. change for good this year and switch to real paper. Real is paper.
0: Hundred eighty four subscribers. I got like six new more new subscribers. Right. So, news feed next.